Hello, fellow streakers, and welcome to another streaking podcast. Jamie and I are excited to welcome a guest today who we found because he has a 10-year streak. That's right, a 10-year streak that we're going to get into and talk about. He's also an educator. He's been in education for a long time. He is a professor at Oklahoma State University. He graduated from the University of Nebraska, also got a master's degree from Oklahoma State University, is married and has two children. Everyone, let's welcome to the show, Simon Ringsmooth. What is streaking and why should you do it? Streaking is how you set up personal winning streaks. Look at who you want to be and what you need to do to become that person. This is streaking. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jamie. And we are streakers. Through 30 years of marriage and seven children, we have learned the power of consecutive consistency or streaking. To start streaking is simple. You just follow these three laws. Make it laughably simple. Keep a record and join the streaking community. Streaking is your hidden superpower. With it, you will consistently progress and grow in whatever area of life you want. In this podcast, Jeff and I will share all the fun, exciting, serious, solemn, wonderful parts of family, spiritual, professional, and personal life, and how streaking powers it all. So join us in the conversation, join the movement, and start streaking today. Hi, Simon. Welcome to the show. Hi. It's great to be here, Jeff and Jamie. I really appreciate it. We were so excited to have you. We are we are so impressed with your 10-year streak. So you call it the Weekly 50. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what that is, what your streak is, and kind of how you got started? Yeah, definitely. So uh, my project is a it's a photo blog, and I know it's it in 2022 blogs aren't really that common anymore. But I started it, and I'm just I'm keeping that streak alive. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a photo. It. Thank you. Uh, It's a photo blog I started in March of 2013. uh, After I got, I went to a con or one of those um, events that uh, corporations and schools put on some time where they bring in a motivational speaker. And this guy named Eric Wall, he had the speech about following your dreams and doing something big. And I left that and I thought, you know, I want to do that. uh, But what can I do? I'm just one guy in in a small town, Oklahoma. But I thought, well, I, I'm a new father. I've got a new camera. I really want to learn how to use my camera so I can take better pictures of my kid and then better pictures in general. So I thought, well, I'm going to I'm going to start a photo blog where I hold myself accountable for using my camera. And a lot of people get cameras uh, like the big fancy DSLR cameras and they use them and then it kind of sits on their shelf. And I did not want that to happen. I really wanted to force myself to use my camera. And I thought, well, what's something that will make me use my camera more on a regular basis where I don't have to answer to anyone. I'm not dependent on anyone else. And I thought, well, a photo blog, I'm going to do one photo every week and keep that going as long as I possibly can so that I continue to use my camera. And here we are uh, almost 10 years later, and I still do the exact same blog, the exact same format, just like I started. And to this day, uh, literally to this very day, it keeps me using my camera on a regular basis. And and I continue to learn and grow as a photographer as a result. So first of all, I just love everything about your story (laughs) because I love that. Thanks, Jeff. I love that you went to a motivational speaker Mm-hmm. And you were motivated. Like, I was. Okay, I, was I motivated. am motivated. <laughs> and then I love that you came away from it. Photography isn't part of your profession. This no, was something not. that just was. So it's one of those. We, we talk a lot about these things that we want to do, but there's no level of urgency to them. Mm-hmm. They're just things that are like, wow, I really want to do this. And motivated by I'm a new parent. 
and I want to capture the life of my child and I just invested in this camera that I want to use. And so I love that you innately kind of understood, okay, I've got to have some level of consistency to this. So everything, I love that. So we talk so much about how streaking can be the how to people's what and your what being, I want to become better at photography. I want to use my camera and you innately kind of set a streak to be able to, to do that. I love it. So as you've, as you've progressed now, it's been 10 years. Um, what are some things that you've learned from, from, from this photography blog? So I've learned, I mean, everything from, um, simple photo techniques, like, uh, basic elements of composition. There's a classic, um, uh, photo technique called the rule of thirds. It's one of the first things you learn if you're going to do a photography class, the rule of thirds. Um, but I've learned so much about light and shadow, about different lenses, different focal lengths. Incidentally, the, the title weekly 50 refers to the only lens I had for my camera was a 50 millimeter, what they call prime lens, which means it does not zoom in and out, which seems like bizarre to me. Why would you buy a fancy camera with the, when you can't even zoom in and out on the lens? Like that's, that's weird. Even my little pocket camera can zoom in and out. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I basically just took a couple friends of mine, took them at their word, um, Kevin and Ryan, they're photographers, um, friends of mine. And they said, no, no, trust me. You want a 50 millimeter lens. It does not zoom in and out. You have to zoom with your feet. And I thought, well, that's, that's weird, but I don't know anything about photography. I'm just going to take a leap and trust them. And they were hundred percent right. And I've learned why that lens is so special and why non-zooming lenses are so special. But I've also learned about other things. Um, I've branched out into other cameras, other lenses. Uh, I've got a whole bag now full of, of camera gear. And Weekly 50 helps me continue to use these things and learn more about them. Recently, I've gotten into what they call macro photography, where I spent about $700 on a non-zooming lens but it lets you take pictures of things really, really close. And wow. I had never done that before. And this is the kind of, if you see a magazine where they have like close-ups of wedding rings and stuff like that, or nature magazines like National Geographic, and they show a spider up close, that's macro photography. And I had no idea how to do that, but I thought, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a lens and use Weekly 50 to teach myself macro photography. And I, I'm, I'm probably, a, a, step two out of a hundred in terms of actually learning macro photography, but weekly 50 is my way of keeping myself accountable. And so I, I've learned a lot about photography, but I've also learned a lot about what it means to keep a streak going and how to have a successful streak, especially one where I've never missed a post every week, every Wednesday at 1 a.m., a photo goes live and I've never missed that. And so I've learned what it takes to set realistic goals, meet those goals and use those in a a broader context as well. Um, uh, I work a lot with educators at Oklahoma State University in my current job about um, uh, helping them refine their teaching. And one of the things that we emphasize is streaking. Uh, If you you tell your students, you're gonna have the assignment graded by uh, Friday, uh, or, or if you tell your students, that they have an, a weekly assignment, it's due every Friday, and you're going to have it graded by Monday. Well, you're expecting your students to do a streak, but they're now expecting you to do a streak. You have got to have it graded by Monday. And if you don't do that, then the, the class starts to break down. So there's all sorts of lessons in a, something like Weekly 50 that can apply on a much broader scale as well. So I've, I've learned an awful lot, in addition to just photo techniques that I've also used in professional photography. 
um, when I'm out taking pictures of high school seniors or family photos for clients here in town, I wouldn't be able to do that without Weekly 50. I wouldn't have the knowledge that I need. And I, I was recently in a photo session where the only reason I was able to get some of the photos I got was because of some stuff I had done on Weekly 50. And then when we were out on location with this high school senior, I was able to take some photos as a direct result of that. So it's it's been such a huge benefit in so many ways. Wow, there is so much that I, I wanna unpack with that because what you just <laughs> went through is so fantastic. A couple of, I want to go to um, the question that's been burning in my mind as you've described that as far as where you've applied it and how you've done, you're starting from your weekly 50 into other areas also, specifically regarding the weekly 50, you know, you mentioned something about posting every week, mm -hmm. not necessarily taking a picture every week. And that's a nuance that maybe people wouldn't hear right away, but that was an it sounds to me like an important thing that you did to keep the streak alive. Yeah, it's for sure. Um, I, I, so I was a new parent at the time and I now have two kids and my, my son is the, who was an infant at the time. He's now in middle school. It's crazy to think about that, but wow. I realized like, I know, and, and you have several kids. So you, <laughs> you've been through this many times. <laughs> and we can attest that time goes fast. fast very it really fast. Does. I, I once heard it described as the days are long, but the years are short. Yes. And uh, that's been true in, in my case, certainly. Um, so the, um, the, the posting one photo a week, that the idea of time management is where I'm going with all this. I, I see a lot of photographers and I'm, I'm going to use photography as the context here, but this happens yeah. in a lot of contexts. Like it, a lot of people take up hobbies, uh, baking and uh, car rest restoration, like a lot of hobbies. Um, my, for me, it's photography. So, um, but the, this applies broadly, right? It's an observation I've seen broadly. Um, so someone will take up a, a new hobby, and they will set uh, a goal that maybe is not realistic given the, the other time constraints that they have going on. And with photography, it's so common for someone to get a new camera or a new iPhone or a, um, uh, Android phone that takes great pictures and they, they wanna go on Instagram and they wanna post uh, a picture a day. And there's a whole thing uh, in photography circles called the 365 project where it's kind of like it sounds, uh, people, uh, the idea is to take a photo every day and and the the word is take a photo and so often the it, it falls off a cliff really quickly within uh, a week or two the the attrition rate is enormous on on things like that because you can't maintain that initial level of excitement it, it's just not possible right but what you can do is set yourself up for success by in my case posting a photo a week, not necessarily taking a photo a week. Mm. And if you think about something like um, a sitcom TV show, back when TV shows used to air once a week uh, on like the, the Thursday night, the new episode of Friends came out. Well, they didn't record an episode of Friends every week. They would record a whole bunch and then space them out throughout the, the entire season. And that's how I approach Weekly 50. I, uh, my goal is to use my blog as a self-improvement tool, as an educational self-improvement tool. And I do that by posting a photo a week. I might not take a photo every week, but I always post one every Wednesday at 1 a.m. And so, and I have that automated scheduled on, on my WordPress site. And so if I, if there's just stuff going on, like I, I got COVID a couple weeks ago and I was stuck in my room and, and feeling really crummy. Um, if we were out of town unexpectedly, things come up and these things happen. 
but I've maintained the streak because I've built in a, a bit of a runway. As we record, I have, uh, as we're recording this, I've already got four weeks of photos scheduled and ready to go. But the thing is, I can't stop taking photos. <laughs> I have <laughs> to true. keep that streak. So even though I've got photos scheduled for the next four weeks, I was out yesterday with my camera on campus looking for photo opportunities. And I took a photo that's going to be posted uh, probably five weeks from now. So I've built in that, that slack and float time to allow me to accomplish that goal of one photo every week. And if I didn't have that, I I'm, promise you, I would not have been able to maintain the streak. There would have certainly been days when I just couldn't do it or, or weeks when I just couldn't do it. You know, the level of intentionality, you know, Jamie, that's kind of what I'm looking at is the level of intentionality is exactly what most most of us look past because there's two two intentional things that I see that you've done is one, I'm going to see what it is that's within my law. Number one of streaking is make it laughably simple. And Mm -hmm. part of that is looking like what you said, Simon, seeing Okay, what for me is possible when I have COVID, when I have things come up that I didn't expect, I'm tired, whatever it is, what is possible or attainable for me in order to keep the streak alive? And two, I'm going to be very intentional because on the weeks where I feel great or I have the time, I'm going to actually schedule two or three more posts in the future. Do you see that, Jane? Yeah. I mean, and I also, it, it resonated with me when you said it's impossible to keep that initial level of enthusiasm. And, and that's something that I think is so key because when you set, when, when you're motivated, you want to conquer the world. And, and so often, the other thing I've been thinking a lot about is that so often when we're starting something new, what inspired us is someone who's a lot further down the road. So what we're looking at is someone who has learned a lot more than we have, has progressed a lot farther than we are, and we're starting someplace else, but we're, that motivation is to be where they are. I want to be that good. I want to be doing what they're doing. And so you have that initial, I'm going to be amazing. I'm going to do this and I'm going to learn it quick and it's going to be awesome. And then you're right. You fizzle because the start of something new is... It's a little bit daunting sometimes, and it can be discouraging because we're not <laughs> yes, as good right. as what was motivating to us to, to do it. And so I think it's so amazing. And, and again, I've spoken to this before when we, when we were talking earlier. It always speaks to me that when you inherently understood how to do this, it speaks to me to the truth of streaking, that the, that the philosophy and the methodology that starting with something laughably simple, looking at your real life, not you're just, I'm so motivated life right now. <laughs> so true. It's is great to be able to say, okay, I, I've seen that there's a huge attrition rate for this other one. What can I do? What, what's going to actually be something that I can maintain and, and keep going with this? And yeah, okay. that's, that, that is, that was so important for me initially. I, I didn't want to be a statistic, uh, 80% of blogs fail within the first 18 months. And today it's probably even more. That statistic is a couple of years old. I didn't want to be in that 80%. And before weekly 50, i had actually had a, a movie review blog that I started in 2009. Me and some friends wrote, wrote movie reviews. We kept that blog going for about uh, four, maybe five years, but we didn't have some sort of regular schedule. And so it was sort of ad hoc and, and we we didn't make money off it. And and I also don't make money off Weekly 50. I've never made anything off it. I, I spend my own money to keep the site going, uh, but that's not my motivation. My motivation isn't make money. My vote, it'd be nice, 
but that's not what's keeping me going. <laughs> I wouldn't turn down. I mean, yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. If Nikon wanted to buy me out, you know, we can talk. But uh, my motivation is to learn, not to make money, and that makes a huge difference for for me for keeping that photo blog going. Is what what's my main goal here? And if my main goal is making money, then that's going to drive the decisions that I make about keeping my streak alive. But if my main goal is self-improvement and education, that's going to take me on a slightly different path. And that's one of the most important things that I learned is um, I, I kind of have like a five-step program for, for making- yeah, talk to us about uh, that. Because yeah. I, I was curious about that. Because I, I know that from this, you've developed- quite a bit. I mean, there's some ancillary benefits that you've talked about, but talk to us about the five steps that you, that you, cause you, you share this with, with students and you share it in speaking and everything else. And we'd love to let our listeners know what that is. Sure. Thank you. And, um, this, these are just things that I've, I've developed myself. Um, but it, I, I believe there's a huge amount of overlap in what you talk about with streaking as well. Um, so I'm not going to pretend that I invented any of this. Uh, I'll give credit to you all and, and others. Um, but I don't think we invented as much as we just uncovered truth. Yeah, <laughs> it's like go. an archaeological dig. Yep. You uncover sure. stuff, you brush it off, and you show it to everyone else. <laughs> so my first, my first step, anytime you're going to take on some sort of endeavor that you that you want to be a streak, is define your purpose. Um, know, know what your purpose is and then stick to that. So if you're going to do a blog, if you're going to start a podcast and that's another one, I heard it said, uh, I don't know where, where I heard this or read this, but when I was growing up, what kids used to say is, Hey man, let's start a band. Yeah. Today, today, what kids say is, hey, let's start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's <so> great. <laughs> that is so, so true. <laughs> so whether you're doing a blog, a podcast, a, a personal project, uh, you have to know why you're doing it. Are you doing it for money? Are you doing it for likes? Are you doing it so that it will lead to other opportunities? Are you, are you doing it just for self-improvement? Like, what is your goal? And then once you have that goal, then focus on that goal. So for me, Weekly 50, the goal all along was I want to learn more about photography. Mm. Not My goal wasn't I want to make money. I want a thousand subscribers. I want a million likes. My goal was intrinsic. I want to learn about photography. I want to be a better photographer. And once you have your goal, then step two is define your method. So my goal wasn't start a photo blog. My goal was, I want to learn to be a better photographer. Mm. My method. In here yeah, 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 yeah. Riff away. This <laughs> is so, I think this is so profound because you've said it several times. This is who I wanted to be which is different than this is what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. After you understood who you wanted to be, then you looked at it and said, well, what do I need to do to become that person? Yeah. And that's, we talk uh, so much about that because it's exactly what you're saying, that that's the foundation that's going to keep you going because you're looking at it saying, and, and you said it, I wanted to be a better photographer. That was, mm -hmm. and so you clearly defined, this is the person I want to be. And then after that, you looked at it and said, okay, if this is who I want to be, now, what do I need to do? And I think sometimes right. we get those backwards and we focus on the do instead of looking at it and saying, no, this is about me becoming, becoming the person I want to be less about all of the things I'm going to do and accomplish and the prestige that might come with that. And more about exactly what you said, the intrinsic um, yeah. motivation of this is who I want to be. So that's, that was great. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you saying that, uh, Jamie. And 
in photography circles, it's really common to do something like, I'll, I'll just use the example earlier, a, a 365 project. Mm -hmm. So let um, uh, in that instance, you're putting the method before the purpose. So if someone says, I want to, I want to take a photo every day. I want to, I want to do a 365 photo project. That's a method, but what's the goal? Is the, is the goal just to have that notch on your belt or is the goal some sort of self-improvement goal? And what we find is that with a lot of people who start those types of projects or, or any, any type of um, endeavor that they want to streak at, if the method comes before the purpose, then we lose that motivation to continue. Mm -hmm. so and if, and <laughs> if we put the purpose first, in this case, I want to learn to be a better photographer then I can look at my method. And it, we talked about that initial rush of excitement. If you're gonna do, let's say a 365 project, you might not have the time and the, the ability, especially if you have kids and job and everything else, you might not be able to accomplish it. And so as soon as you start failing at that method, then you feel like you failed at your streak, you failed as a person, you're not yeah. a good photographer. You know what I'm and talking about? And then you about. give up on the whole thing <laughs> and up. miss yes. out. On because exactly. as I'm talking to you, I look at it and I think this this streak has brought you 10 years of mm -hmm. different things that you've learned, different things that you've enjoyed. And I can only imagine hundreds of pictures that you can look back on mm -hmm. that are associated with things that you've learned and memories that you've made. Yes. And and had you had you started out too ambitiously or with for the wrong intents and purposes, you would have missed out on all of that. You wouldn't yeah. have any of that. Absolutely. And I, I, I have felt that feeling many times where I look at, and I think, man, I'm, I'm just a failure at my photography uh, because I didn't meet this goal that I, that I, this unrealistic goal that I set for right. myself. And I see that on, on other platforms, um, on social media, people will chase likes. And that's actually one reason I do a, a blog instead of, I'm not on social media with Weekly 50. And I tried it for a little while. And I found that I would post a photo on Instagram that I was really proud of, that I worked really hard at, and I thought was really good. And it would get like three or four likes. And then someone else would post a photo of their breakfast and get like hundreds of likes, just a snapshot of their, of their bacon. And so then I started to compare myself. Well, I'm not getting any likes. I must not be a good photographer. Like this yeah. is not, it's not good. And so it, it's because my methods and my purpose, uh, or my my purpose and my methods weren't in alignment. I was, when I was trying to do weekly 50 on social media, I was, I was chasing the likes and I was, I didn't intend for it, but I found myself being more obsessed with how many likes I can get in a photo. Mm -hmm. than am I growing as a photographer? And when I started to do that mental comparison where someone else got more likes than, and or more comments than me, now I'm, I'm doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. yeah. So it, all for me, it all had to come back to why am I doing this? And then once I do that, then my method is not social media and, uh, or YouTube, although I, I am on YouTube. Um, but my, my purpose isn't get likes and get views. My purpose is intrinsic. Help me grow. Yeah. So, so number one was what's your purpose? Oh, your what purpose. is it that you want to do? Number two is number two, then method. Is that method? What yep. Okay. Yep. And then what's number three? Number three is set a realistic goal. And okay. the key is realistic. You can't, uh, well, you can, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> you have, you have that freedom. But your probability right. of success is dependent upon certain things. Yes. That's exactly right. 
Um, for me, um, I, I thought, well, daily is too much. I can't do daily. Monthly, though, is not enough. I, I need to be doing, I, if I want to grow as a photographer, I got to be using my camera more than just taking one picture a month or posting one picture a month. So I thought, well, weekly or biweekly, I can, I can do that. That's a realistic goal. And at first, it was not it was too constraining. I was so excited about my camera. I'm taking pictures all the time. And I wanted to put like 10 pictures a day on my blog. And it was really frustrating. Like, oh man, I, I want to put a picture now. I don't want to wait till next Wednesday. But really quickly that gave way to all the other things that started happening in life. So the fact that it was a realistic, achievable goal is that that is what led to this 10 year streak. I yeah, And, and you have to set that up front where if you set an unrealistic goal, as soon as you start to not meet that goal, then other, other dominoes start to fall. So yeah. uh, that, that's step three is define your purpose, figure out your method for accomplishing that purpose, and then define a goal for your streak, whatever, okay. that, whatever that streak may be. Great, excellent. Just a little riff in here, because I love, what, what, one of the things that you were saying that I really appreciate is the idea that the goal and, and streakers, this is one of the areas where we talk quite a bit a lot as far as definition of terms. One of the areas that we talk about a goal is a destination. It's something that you can either achieve or fail. It's, it's going to be one or the other. Whereas a streak, you keep it going toward your certain objective to what you were saying, to, toward my purpose. And what I love that you said that I love to highlight is you can make things easy or hard in two ways. One in the time frame that you set. So, for example, you said daily was too intense of a time frame. That was going to be way intense, and and so I'm going to go weekly. So, setting the time frame, especially for a streak, I'm going to do this at least one time weekly. That then gives you the opportunity to make it laughably simple, mm -hmm. because if it's too intense, I'm going to take ten photos a day and post them. That that just sets yourself up for failure. Yeah. So, so that's number one is time frame is how you can simplify what it is that you're doing. The second thing that I look at is the number in that, that you take, the activity. So for example, you said, we've got 10 photos, I'm going to take 10 photos and I want to post them all. <laughs> you know, Where, whereas what, what you really, you took a step back and from your motivation and said, okay, I'm going to post at least one a week that's doable. That's something I could do. So both of those things, either time frame or activity or both of them together, because some people may look at it and say, well, you know, one a week is even too hard for me. So I may do one a month, yep. but that's adjusting the time frame. Or you look at it as activity and saying, I'm going to do five a week. Oh, but that's too much. I'm going to back that off to one a week. And that's what I appreciate about what you started to look and see is that to make this laughably simple, I have to look at not only time frame, but also amount of activity and then be able to plan it in. Yeah, that for sure. And especially with, you know, your audience uh, runs the gamut. Um, there, there's professionals, there's parents, there's, I mean, there's people of, of all uh, ages and walks of life. 
who are doing different types of streaks. And what you said is so important about, about the time frame because everyone has, you know, we all have 24 hours in, in every day, but we have, we spend it differently and we all have different constraints on our time. Yeah. And if we want to be successful at that, at a streak, we have to make sure that it, it what we're doing, the activities meet that, the available time that we have. Right. Um, all right, so number four, what number do you got number four, four? And this actually touches on something you mentioned, uh, Jeff, I'm gonna, uh, just build on that a little bit is uh, define your success criteria. So uh -huh. what are you chasing? And this goes back to your purpose. So if my purpose was, I want to learn and grow as a photographer, what's my success criteria? So um, is there one particular thing I, I want to accomplish? Uh, is there like something that I'm working towards or is it more ethereal? And for me, I don't actually have a uh, uh, an end point in mind, because like you said, a goal is about reaching an end point. For me, yeah. this is a streak and there is no end point. I'm about improving myself as a photographer. Mm -hmm. And that's, I, there's a distinction to be made, especially if a streak involves something public, like on the internet, uh, because there's so many ways that people judge success. Uh, people like to chase numbers. People like to chase mm -hmm. views. If, if you're going to be a YouTuber, a lot of people judge success on YouTube by how many views they get. And uh, are you chasing views? Are you chasing likes? Are you chasing comments? So do you want a lot of comments on your Instagram or your YouTube or whatever it is? Are you chasing dollars? Or is your success more subjective, more personal in nature? And for, for me, for Weekly 50, my success criteria had nothing to do with numbers, likes, comments, or dollars. It's all personal. And if I was chasing those, then what happens when I meet one of those for, and I, I did this for like the first year or so, I really wanted a hundred subscribers to my blog. And I thought, you know, if I can just get hundred subscribers, then I'm going to feel happy and fulfilled. Well, we know what happens. Like you get that hundred and then you're like, man, if only I had 200 subscribers, well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or you start looking around and you're like, that person has a thousand. Yes. Exactly. You know, and you're, all of a sudden, yeah. Exactly. So my, my success had nothing to do with numbers and, and uh, what other people were doing for their success. So my success in my head, like, I don't know how many subscribers I have on my blog. I don't know how many views my videos get. Are they, is it five? I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's about, it's for me. I'm doing this for me so that I can learn and grow as a photographer. And I also like, I have a few people who comment every week. They'll leave a comment about the, the a photo. Um, and so I want to engage with them as well. Like, I don't want to leave my audience out in the cold um, because that's part of just as a good blogging etiquette in general, but my success criteria is not, I, I don't have a, a defined endpoint. My success is always that, um, that moving target of, I want to learn and grow as a photographer. Mm -hmm. That's really good. Thank you. Um, as, and as I look at that, you know, you, you're mentioning about comparisons and, and this phrase went through my head. Comparison is the killer of creativity and any type of streak. <laughs> Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, you know, yeah. if I start to compare myself, that's that's immediate yeah. quashing of anything yep. that I Just, want to continue forward with. Don't you think? Yeah, totally. Just throw in the towel the minute you start comparing. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree. And that, yeah. And step five is yeah, very good. Five, yeah. What's five? Step, step five, be consistent, and that's all that is to it. And and 
whatever you do, you gotta, you gotta maintain that consistency. And, and one reason that I want to do a blog is because it is public in nature and having a public audience does help me maintain that consistency because a very small part of me doesn't want to let down my audience. Right. Even though it's, I, I don't know how many it, it's, is it 10 people? Is it a hundred? Is it a thousand? I don't know, but I don't want to let them down. So I have this, this uh, implicit agreement with whoever does read my blog that, you know what, I, you're going to get something from this. I'm, I'm doing this publicly because I could just do a Microsoft Word file on my computer right. and put a picture in a Word document and, and make it private. But part of what's helping me maintain my, my consistency is that public nature and knowing that there are people out there who are waiting for my photo every Wednesday. And, and there's one guy, D Welker, if you're out there, D every, he, he follows me on YouTube and YouTube is exactly the same as my blog. There's no difference in content. Um, but every week he posts a comment and I'm like, I, you know what? I don't want to let D down yeah. he <laughs> that, that, that photo. So um, whatever it is that you're doing with your streak, just find a way to maintain consistency otherwise it's just, and this is one of the, I mean, this is, you talk about laughably simple. Like this is what you talk about all the time. It's just like finding a way to be consistent at your streak. Yeah. Right. I remember when we talked to you before we got on the podcast and one of the things that we talk about when you have a streak that happens over time, because it takes a little bit of time, is that there's this ancillary benefit of self-confidence. And mm -hmm. it's usually associated with law number three, which is no or law number two, which is no record, no streak. And mm, sure. um, because when you have a record of something that you've been doing, you start to have a level of confidence. And I remember when we first talked, you said, I have a weekly 50, I've posted on my blog every week. And then you said, I have never missed a week. And and we talk about the difference between people who are able to say, oh, I, I, I've almost done it. I, I may have missed one or two and they leave it with a question mark versus someone who says, I haven't missed a week. And, yeah. and it's great. That is one of the things as we've talked with you that I've noticed is this level of self-confidence that you have in the fact that you're like, I have kept this commitment to myself. I've, I have posted every week. I may not feel that the quality of what I did was equal across the weeks, but I can say with complete confidence and with a total exclamation point that I have done this every week. And that is one of the things that that I, I loved as we talked is again, recognizing that there is this level of self-confidence and um, just knowing that you've kept that commitment with yourself and that you have a record to show it. You Because you, I remember you even said, you can go back and look, I haven't missed a week. <laughs> and and yeah. so that's one of the things that I think is so important is that inherent in your streak is this, this ability to keep a record that you know every time you've done it every week, you've kept that streak alive. Yeah, that, that's certainly been really important for me is to have that that record. And it, it honestly, it is a source of um, pride maybe is too strong, but I'm proud of it. Like I, right. I, am, yeah. I am proud of the fact that I have I've done this. And I, I I posted about um, my about weekly 50 on the site Reddit. There's a photography forum on Reddit. Um, uh, I think six and a half years ago, I made a, 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 a comment about someone asked about photos. And I said, well, you know, I've got my photo blog. Um, and, uh, it's called weekly 50 and two days ago, someone responded to my comment from six and a half years ago. Wow. And, and they said, 
<laughs> it was very short and it was something like something to the effect of, man, you're still going, keep it up, bro. <laughs> and, yes. That is so and, great. And it's was, inspiring to people. Yeah. Someone has kept, you're like, wow, that is amazing. Yeah. So it, that public record, like no record, no streak. That's really, uh, I, that's so important for me as a, as a, as a photographer to continue with this streak. And it, that's, it's like, like you've, mentioned um in, in everything you do that that's one of the foundational principles of of any streak is you have to have that public right or yeah. that that you have to have a record a record yep it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't yes it? so i also appreciate what you said regarding your community d who's out yeah. there right yeah. making a comment every week one of what we've discovered and you highlighted this and i wanted to bring it out is that the community is about celebration. Yep. And just like that individual on Reddit that said, you're still going, keep it up. <laughs> there is uh -huh. such an innate celebration and also living through what someone else's streak is. I mean, through your streak, through the weekly 50, there's so many people who live through that. And so being able to have your community comment and say, Simon, thank you so much, or comment on the photo or a comment on something and celebrate with you this weekly accomplishment. It is absolutely fantastic. You know, before we're talking about how comparison is the killer of creativity. Well, I'll tell you, celebration is the absolute augmentation of creativity because mm -hmm. when people start to celebrate together, that's now yeah. when I get motivated and excited and I celebrate with you and you celebrate with me. It's one of the reasons why on the streaking app, as people look at and go through the community on the streaking app, it's, it's a place of celebration. People celebrate each other's streaks all the time. And that's what I see with what you're doing, Simon, is this opportunity to have a community of photographers, most likely, or the people who yeah. are following your site that are celebrating what it is you're doing. Yeah, I, you're exactly right that it's nice that there's, it's totally apolitical. There's nothing, it's, it's just all about photography and no one brings any of their, um, anything beyond that scope into whatever they're commenting on, on, on the site. And so, um, I, I've really gotten burnt out on a lot of the, the online, uh, social networks and other communities like that in the past several years, because it, it seems like it's, it's toxic in nature, yeah. but on weekly 50, none of that happens. It's right. just, and it's, it, it's just people talking about photos, asking questions, celebrating this. Uh, I don't want to say my success, but their success too. Cause I have people, there's one, uh, one woman, Rebecca, she teaches uh, a photography class at a, at a local community college and she talks about that on some of her comments uh, on my blog as well. And it's about celebrating that. And then, so we'll encourage, I'll encourage her and I'll say, yeah, yeah great job. And I'm sure your students are loving what you're doing. And so it's, it's this communal celebration of, of this, this ongoing streak without any of the other stuff that can yeah. come to bear on some social platforms. It's, it's, yeah. it's been really nice. That's really great. Yeah. That's so good. We are um, uh, just a couple of things left in our last few minutes here. First of all, just recently, or, or your post this week, I was watching, and uh, it, it was a it was about something that your child brought home, and mm -hmm. this this reminded me of. So, how has your streak impacted your family and your professional life? Both those two. So, one thing that happens with a lot of photographer projects is 
there's a there's this rush of inspiration about uh, the everything the world is my oyster everything looks like an amazing photo opportunity but then quickly people start to rely on the old standbys photos of food and photos of their kids and i don't food I, and kids food those and kids the there's the standbys okay. i love yes. it <laughs> and and i i specifically avoid uh ever posting pictures of my kids on weekly 50 Sometimes I'll put uh, some non-identifiable picture, like a silhouette standing against a lake or something. But I, it's this is not a place for me to share photos of my kids. The goal is for me to grow and learn as a photographer, mm. and I, I want to. Um, I, I, that's just a personal thing. If other people want to do it, that's fine. Like I'm not going to tell anyone they should or shouldn't do whatever works for them. But for me, it's not. I didn't approach Weekly 50 to say, I know what will help me is if I can post pictures of my kids publicly. Um, so instead, though, what I've found is that the the effect that this has had on my family and my profession is I take way better photos of my kids because <laughs> of Weekly 50. That is awesome. Yes. Nobody sees them except me and my wife and, and our friends and family. But when I'm looking at a photo, like uh, when I'm looking at my kids or doing something, I now am paying attention to what's the aperture of my lens. What's mm -hmm. my shutter speed? Do I need a, a low ISO and how do I get that? Do where's the light coming from? So if if he's by the the table eating breakfast, well, I need to move myself around so that I don't use the flash on my camera so I can get natural light. Um, if I want to try a, a technique uh, called panning that I learned on Weekly Fifty by trying it out, which is where. Um, you see this in race cars where the, the race car is totally clear, but the background is super blurry because they're going 500 miles an hour. Anyone can do that, but it's a technique called panning. You don't need special equipment to do that, but you do have to learn how to do it. So I learned how to do that by taking photos mm -hmm. on Weekly 50 and, and or posting on Weekly 50. And then my kids are riding their bikes and now I'm like, sweet, I can do this. I have cool pictures of my wow. kids because I taught myself using my blog is like the proving ground. Mm -hmm. So the pictures of my kids then don't go on my blog, but they're better as a result. So that I, I'm taking way better pictures of my kids and my wife and the, the people in my life than I ever did before. And in terms of my profession, it, th that's more of the, the, just the mindset, the streaking mindset. Yeah. So if I, if I need to schedule a meeting with someone, uh, a recurring meeting, we try and find times that we can, uh, that will work for everyone for the entire semester, not just what will work for next week. And then we'll figure out the week after that. Like, how can we set ourselves up for success if we're planning a long-term project um, that's going to require a degree of, of streaking or, or long-term commitment? So it it's affected other things in these ancillary ways, but the core of it about learning to be a better photographer, that... Um, that that just continues to this day. And mm -hmm. I, I think, I, I hope I'm still doing this in 20, 30 years because I don't see an end point for me in terms of photography. There's always something more to learn. And that's that's one of the joys of doing this blog. I know, I know as a as a wife or as a child that I would appreciate looking better in the photo in the photos. <laughs> <laughs> so your kids are probably and the other thing I've heard is that when you're, if your kids have all these photos to go through of the things that happened in their life, it's supposed to also really improve your memory. Like I mm -hmm. bet that they will have, they'll remember things better because you have pictures of those things. And so yeah. it becomes a part of their history and they, they, you're not, we're not relying on our own memories, which are so terrible. 
And that's one thing that I have also learned on Weekly 50 is the writing, specifically writing about that photo imprints it in my mind. And I can go back to, and I've tried this. I can go just pick a random photo from six, seven, eight years ago. And I remember everything about that photo because I wrote a, a mini essay about that photo. And I also record my, so every photo has an audio recording, which is not me reading the words. It's me sitting down separately from the words and just riffing on the photo. And that the act of doing that helps sear this in my mind. And that gives me things to think about with my kids as well. Like you're, you're right, Jamie, having that photo record does help me remember things that I wouldn't otherwise remember. Yeah. But it also, the Weekly 50 has taught me that if I really want to, to cement something in my mind, writing something about it or explaining something about it also helps make that, that more permanent in my mind. Permanency. The other yeah. thing that I noticed that you had mentioned earlier is that you were walking along campus looking for opportunities for that mm -hmm. weekly 50. That is something that, that we've noticed that happens um, as you've been in a streak for a while. You go from, oh, I want to do this, to seriously looking in regular things that you're doing throughout the day to be able mm -hmm. to find opportunities to fulfill that streak, which I think is so great because it's, it's again, you're intentionally looking for opportunities, which means I think you're catching more opportunities because you've mm -hmm. taught yourself, which I think is a really hard thing to do initially, to teach yeah. yourself to be looking because life gets busy and we're you know focusing on other things. But because of that level of consistency that you've had, you've been able to have it where you're like, this is kind of a part of my life. It's a part of who I am. And yeah. therefore going throughout my regular life, I'm also looking for these opportunities. I'm looking at life differently, almost through, not to be cliche, but through a different lens. No, um, that's... You're looking at it through a 50 millimeter. <laughs> Nicely done. Thanks. You're, that's a great, yeah, I love that, Jamie. You're exactly right about that. And and um, if someone is doing, let's say uh, an exercise or a, um, a streak involving like running, like I want to I want to mm -hmm. run two miles a day. If you're not in your natural environment, like let's say you're on vacation and you're not at home with your usual streets that you run on, you people who are serious about running will look for those opportunities and yeah. they will say, you know what, I'm, I'm in Malibu this weekend, uh, not in Nebraska, uh, my normal spot. So I'm, I'm looking around though. Where can I continue Where my streak? Yes. Yep. Yep. So, and I love it. that you say that because Jeff and I have run and, and that's been one of the things that I've recognized with running is that I have grown to appreciate running in different places has helped me to remember visiting those places even more because I remember being like, Oh, remember we did this run in that one place. Yep. And so yeah. it's true. It's totally true. You look for those opportunities. And I think as you, as you, as people have streaks that happens more and more, that's part of what I, I feel so passionately about is that the beginning, when you set a streak, a huge part of what you're doing is just teaching yourself to remember it, teaching yourself that, yeah, this is important to me. And I'm going to, I'm going to keep doing it when that initial burst of momentum goes, yep. it takes a little while to be like, okay, I am going to do this. I am going to do this. And then you re you get over this hump of, I need to do this too. When am I going to do it? And you start looking and seeing the opportunities. Yeah, I exactly. I, I agree with everything you just said. Well, Simon, thank you so much for being with us today. It has been an absolute pleasure. And just on the side note here, 
Jamie and I, our run or walk at least one mile six days every week is at 395 weeks. So 395 weeks old, that's about seven years. So we're getting wow. close to where you're yeah, at. Yeah, we're not at 10 years. <laughs> we're not at 10 years, but we're walking down that path. It's amazing. Pun completely intended. Pun complete. <laughs> of course. Sometimes we're running, sometimes we're walking. Yep, but that's, we're heading down that way. Simon, um, for people to follow you on your Weekly 50, it's www.weekly50fifty.com. Is that right? That's correct. And if you like to use YouTube, the exact same content is on YouTube because some people prefer it that way. It's just go to YouTube and search Weekly 50. You'll you'll find it. Yeah. Or, and Streakers, yeah. I'd highly recommend um, going out to his website and subscribing to it. It's absolutely wonderful. There are so many great things that Simon shares with us in his years of learning. It's completely worth it. And, and so go out and subscribe there. Also, we're going to convince Simon in one way or another to get on the streaking app and to start posting in our streaking community. We're going to we're going to find a way to make that happen and maybe just maybe we'll be able to get him to post one or two, one or two of awesome shots of his kids. <laughs> of his kids. <laughs> I, I think I could be convinced. He could be convinced. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, streakers, as always, you can always reach out to Jamie or I. I'm at Jeffrey J F F E R Y at streakingmastery.com or Jamie at J A M I at streaking Mastery.com. Also, feel free to follow us on any of the social media sites that are out there, but most significantly is the social media app, which is Streaking. The Streaking app uh, has it, and you know, it's interesting because we were talking about this, and we're going to talk a little bit more about this next week, but how social media and streaking come together in the sense that you follow people who have your same activities, the same things that you're doing. Just like Simon is a photographer and people who want to talk about photographer talk with him. We're going to talk also with other uh, about others who do a similar thing where we're grouped together by activity, which is all about joining the streaking community. So we look forward to that. Simon, again, thank you so much for being with us and everyone else. Keep streaking.